Wings on Wings, everybody. Welcome. I'm, hey. D- I'm DJ. Hey. This is Michelle. I'm still Brett. Uh, sadly, uh, if you listen to the last week's episode where we did the Beyond Insanity sauce, uh, Doug did not make it uh, oh. to this week's episode. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, we are Douglas this week. Dude, this sauce smells weird. Uh, seemingly uh, the pattern. Uh, we'll get guest stars back in here once we're on the ball organizationally. But, welcome to Wings on Wings. We just finished watching Season 5, Episode 10, Come Fly With Me from December 2nd, 1993. Uh, Brett, what sauce are we eating, since it's in your hands? White House Station Sauce Company, Applewood Smoked Poblano. All right. There's zero calories in this. Oh. It is very smoky. Yeah, smoky. super it's smoky. very watery. That's probably why there's no calories. Yeah. Uh, it's from... Yeah. S- from Susie's mm. Hot Shop, yeah, Susie'sHotShop.com on Facebook Oof. and YouTube. Yeah, two one five eight six two one three three four one ten South Main Street, New Hope, PA one eight nine. That's just the store eight. that sells these. They don't, the any, spice. they don't have anything to do with the production. I don't think. No, they, they just sell. No, there's there's no but, there's no story about this. Yeah. nothing. Uh, so um, it's, it's all natural and gluten free. Oh wow, gluten free. Yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> come fly with me. Uh, no Doug this week. Doug will be back next week. Uh, so we've Doug, if you're listening to this, uh, we pay, or will he? We, yeah, Doug's fired. Fire me! I'm already fired. Uh, we uh, power. we picked a sauce that you we assumed you probably wouldn't like because it's runny. It is very it's a runny, runny sauce, and it smells like barbecue baked beans. It does it's oh, it smells like extra barbecue. So like yeah. uh, let's dive into uh, what could potentially be a, a a shocker on the ratings of a wings episode here. Uh, come fly with me. This show is funny. This was this a, funny a funny episode. episode. This episode was funny. Yeah. This show is uh, certainly something, but no, this yeah. episode was actually really fucking good. Surprisingly, yeah. it was a good, uh, good episode of Wings, which we don't get to say a lot. I don't think that this wing sauce is going to match the energy here, which is typically the formula. Either mm-hmm. we like the episode or the sauce. Um. I don't know how to feel about this sauce. It looks like grass water. It, it's it's got a weird taste. Like I don't think it's like a necessarily a bad taste. Mm-mm. It's weird. Yeah. So in this episode, what's happening? Joe <laughs> is bored. Well, I guess the cold open. It's Saturday night. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. The, well, <laughs> the airport is empty. Well, fake hope. The, the, the cold open is the airport's not empty. Oh, okay. It's Faye is making the call for the flight. And she says to make sure you, you, your baggage is with you at all times and your children are stowed away in the seat in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then Helen comes over and whispers in her ear that she got all mixed up. And so she corrects it and says, oh, of course, children. Children won't even fit under the seat in front of you. Unless you really stuff them. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless you really stuff them. Yeah. Children. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah, Faye's got a new haircut. Funny. Faye's looking good. Faye does look got good. The bangs going mm-hmm. on. She was funny in this episode. She was. I like it. Um, so the main part of the episode Saturday night, and Joe's bored. Everybody else has plans for the time being. Um... What's, so what's going on? Uh, Lowell's going to a rat shoot with Tucker. Of course. That's right. uh, uh, Davis Lynch is coming in to be with Helen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's got big old 90s hair. She does. 
Uh, Joe and Alex and very are, are going to the movies. She's looking very beautiful. Yes. Yeah, Helen was uh, Helen was looking good. She, she Absolutely. All timer, this one. Yeah. And then Alex came out later in that leather number. Um, in the leather. So they all were going. The they were going to uh, a film festival. They were Brian and Alex. What type of film festival? Was uh, it? Hold on, because I looked it up. Because they was were like actually they, they were actually real. Really? Yes. They actually named an actual film. Fear eats the soul. Uh, was it one of them. Kind of interesting. So it was. It's on HBO Max right now. Rainier Werner Fassbender movie festival is what they were going to with uh, Fear Eats the Soul. What year was that made? Uh, from 1974. Huh. Cool. Writer director. That's all we need to know about it. But there was another one that I don't remember what the other. Was that Michelle? Because I see IMDb on his what was, phone. But what I was the other movie that they said? I don't remember. Oh, he wrote Lola. Uh, that's why I'm looking to see what the other one was. No. The Station Master's Wife? No. I only want you to love me. Mother Custers Go to Heaven. Mother Fo- Fox Mother and his friends. Was that the one? No. I don't know. I wanted to do with Fox. Eight Hours Don't Make a Day. Jailbait. The Bitter Tears of Petra Von Kant. Beware of the Holy Whore. I've heard of none oh. of those. Okay. The Nickelhausen Journey. Uh-huh. I watched the Dan House. God's a plague. Love is colder than death. That's a great title. Anyway, yeah, real feel good shit going so on. So like, there, very huh? weird. Love is colder than death. It's true. Uh, Vanier, uh, Fastbender was a rebel, uh, openly homosexual. Uh, he married twice. Doesn't sound Swedish anymore. When yeah. they said it, it sounded Swedish. I don't know why. Uh, accused variously by detractors of being anti-communist, male chauvinist, anti-Semitic, and even anti-gay. Anti-communist? Yes. Wh- like, where is he from, though? Uh, I'm trying to look right typically now. typically that, like, in America, typically that's not a bad Bavarian? thing. Bavarian? Ooh, Bavarian cream. Fassbender was born into a bourgeois Bavarian family in 1945. His Ooh. doctor, or his doctor or father, his father a doctor, his mother a translator. So there you go. Um... And uh, what else is going on? Oh, uh, Antonio Fay and uh, the Porno King of Nantucket, Roy Biggins, are trying to win money on a radio contest. On a Saturday night, which seems like right. nobody's listening to radio on a Saturday, Saturday night. That's Saturday my night. favorite like, subplot, though. Yeah. Like, I like the team-ups with Antonio. I really, like, I don't care who it's with. I like the team-ups with Antonio. He's always, like, doing something funny. And I really liked this subplot. Yeah, they were fun together. They were trying to win those radio contests, and the money kept escalating, and mm-hmm. so they're calling in, and like, you know, spoiler alert, but they're like, they spend the whole episode doing that, and they don't win anything. Um, but Faye knows the answers to all the questions, yeah. and everybody else is faster at dialing than her. Yeah. Like so they just speed dialers. And, right. Yeah. So they decide to pool their resources, and that they'll split the money whoever gets in gets through because Faye will know the answer to all the questions and we find out Faye knows all the the answers to all the questions because the question that they hear which they do not get through for is uh what's the state bird of Oklahoma and Antonio is like well that's an easy one it's the rose-breasted grosbeak my favorite bird yeah which is DJ's favorite bird we get them all the time yep um, I only know that because of you two. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Look them they're, up. They're, they're my favorite gorgeous birds. birds. It doesn't. I don't feel right in spring until they show up at the house because mm-hmm. they're migratory. Oh, they're wonderful. Look them up. 
But really, what the but that was the wrong answer, and Faye knew it was the scissor tail fly cutter. Absolutely, which I don't think we get around here. I don't think so. We get a whole bunch of other fly cutters, though. Yeah, we get a lot of alder fly catchers. Mm, That's yes. a common bird that we get. Welcome yes. to birds on birds. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, wings on wings, it fits. <laughs> I could have As a whole bird, a bird podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we could do bird. I uh, this is uh, off topic, but I made Michelle into a bird person. So. Uh, growing up, I was excited about when they mentioned this because they mentioned my favorite bird, and it's weird Phoenix that I—it's weird that I have a favorite bird, um, Phoenix person. But um, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, my mom watched birds, uh, and she sort of passed that down to me. And when I met Michelle, uh, she was very anti-bird. I just only not like knew, an environmental like, way, but in like a. Like bird. What is your stance on yes. birds? <laughs> I just didn't want to ever have one as a pet. I, I, I grew don't. up with birds as pets. I think that's weird when um, people have birds I, as pets. My apologies had, to anybody who has pets. I had a birds, cockatiel but. named Ralph, who was who my mom had before I was born. So I grew oh, up God. with Ralph. Ralph could talk. Uh, Ralph knew the entire... Uh, well, oh, no, not Ralph. Later on, never mind. Uh, but my mom always had cockatiels, and we had a cockatoo for a little bit. Those are the big white ones. Um, and my grandmother always had birds, but I've always loved birds, and I sort of passed that on to Michelle. I like them when they're outside. Yes. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have a bird pet anymore. What are the what are the blue ones? A parrot? The macaw. The, the macaw. Yes. So my cousin Those used to have a macaw. Yeah. And the macaw's name was Gabby. Okay. And Gabby was a fucking dick. So the macaws, they say, can uh, get a, sort of a mental maturity of like a three-year-old. This, yep. I, so I, like, I that's, that's sort of like having a perpetual three-year-old. They're very smart. Always tried to bite me yeah, and shit. Sure. Uh, we had cockatiels, which are the yellow-faced with the little red cheeks. You see them. They're pretty mm-hmm. common in the pet stores. Uh, but then when I was uh, older, uh, my mom and my stepfather got two. And uh, my stepfather uh, was not only an asshole, but also a giant Penn State fan. Those things are separate because Penn State was awesome back then. They're still uh, awesome, but the, man. He got a custom doorbell put in in the house. That was the entire Ninny Lion fight song. Okay, that's a little insane. The whole thing? The whole thing. So whenever anybody would ring the doorbell, the whole song would play. And he didn't know how to switch it, but my mom did. There was like, if you pressed the button the right way, it would switch Mm -hmm. to just a normal doorbell sound. And she would always switch it, and then he would end up trying to switch it back. Uh, But eventually, the bird knew the whole Penn State fight song from the doorbell. Wow. Uh, So my mom couldn't escape it, (laughs) because the bird would then sing it all the time. So (laughs) I'm kind of into that. Yeah. Um, but we were a big Penn State house, so. Uh, but yeah, birds are cool. Still are, anyway, damn it. Sure. We are. Yep. Wings on wings. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. You so, can be Penn State. I don't want to be Penn State. Why? I'd still be Penn State if I gave a shit. I don't know. I didn't go to college there. Yeah, but they're the, the only yeah. Nittany Lions. Right. Mm. Beaver Stadium. Mm. Happy Valley. Yeah, mm. University Park. Mm. Belafonte. That's Belladonna. It's, it's Belafonte, and that's where my cousin Nicole lives. Yes. Michelle Don't correct fact. me. So, um, all right. So the bird part's over. Um, so <laughs> they, so that, so everything then falls apart. Brian says something stupid to Alex, and Alex overreacts and calls off the date. It wasn't even like right. anything like bad. Right. I think he's I like don't know. pressuring her. To tell him the famous person she dated. Right, yeah. Because she makes, right. like, a comment. Yes. But I don't... I didn't get the big deal. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then... Just tell him. Uh, Davis, the secretary, calls 
And so Joe makes fun of Helen and says, I'll order the pizza now. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, he's coming. His secretary calls. He stayed too long with the consortium. Uh, his meeting ran over. He's not making it. Uh, Joe is the only one without plans. Uh, Lowell invites him to go on the – he asks Lowell to go on the rat shoot, but but Lowell says the rat shoot uh, – He doesn't want to go on the rat shoot, though. He just asks Lowell well, if he wants and then, to hang But out. then Lowell says two's company, three's crossfire, mm-hmm. so Joe can't yes. go. So then it's the crew. It's Helen, Brian, and Joe. Uh, and then Lowell cancels his plans with Tucker to go with Joe because he felt bad for Joe. And then they're all going into Boston. And Lowell's like, well, I guess I just made Tucker cry for nothing. Uh, I wonder if we'll ever meet Tucker. Um, I thought he was in an episode, was wasn't he? he? I don't uh-huh. remember. But uh, so they're all going to Boston to have a good time while the other three. Well, Lowell, it's four because Lowell went along, and then Antonio, Faye, and Roy are still well, trying to win the race. And the best part is that Roy says, "Like, where are you guys going?" Oh, right. And they're walking out, and Lowell goes, "We're not going to let him come, right?" And then they all just turn around and walk away. They <laughs> right. don't even acknowledge nope. that he talked to them. Not at all. Right. That was hilarious. Um, so yeah, they all go to Boston. They go to Boston for the for the night, and we sort of on the plane. Yeah. When he can't even afford his bills, but they just play fly right that plane Boston, like it's a car, yeah. right? That's flying true. across the island. So when we meet them, right, they're walking down the hallway and they're talking about how they got kicked out of everything. Lowell pretended to be a, a Kennedy. Uh, and then, so they get kicked out of the nightclub, they get kicked out of the bar, but the bartender said there was a party in 2D. 2D. So they're going to go into that, but they can't, they're trying to figure out if they want to go in and if it's a good party or not, right? Yep. Yeah, then uh, an attractive man and two attractive females walk in. Yes. And they're like, all right, let's go. Yeah. So they're in the party. Uh, they're like figure out a, a, a game plan, I guess, to mm-hmm. how they're going to do this and who they're going to talk to. They walk through the party real quick and it's just like, well, that was quick. Right. And Lowell's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I got three business cards and a podiatrist appointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for Lowell. And from what <laughs> we know, know now, which we'll get to in a second, Lowell seemingly only talked to the businessmen. That was it. Yeah. At Good. the party so yeah. far. Yes. yes. Yeah, so uh, they're behind. Joe gets behind the bars. Like, come on, guys! Like, let's mm-hmm. have some damn fun. Here. Right. Let's have some beers. Let's you know, let's enjoy it. Right, and uh, for they're dressed like like they normally are. And Helen is in a very tight black dress with a neck with a choker necklace, and her hair is nine feet Helen tall. Helen was looking. Uh, Helen was looking good. Looking good. <laughs> Helen's looking good. Yeah, and Lowell's in jeans. Everybody yes. else was very dressed up. Yeah, but Lowell's dressed up for Lowell. Normally, yeah. he's in a fucking onesie for the mechanics thing. Sure. So. He's looking all right. They're called coveralls. It's not a onesie. <laughs> not in my world. He's a working man. Oh, not in the way that we're going to talk about this party. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, the guy, there's a guy in, the, in sort of something that was probably cringy, but was kind of funny. Uh, is and uh, listen, we we got our uh, since the last we recorded, we got our first uh episode comment about how. We're too woke. We're woke losers, or whatever the fuck that adult, guy said. We're woke adult children. Yes, right. Who give opinions that nobody asked for. Right. And but Ken Cannon said that he asked for right, them. Right, exactly. So thank you. We yeah, love you. one person yeah. jerk. Uh, so, uh, but... This, is, this podcast is for Ken Cannon. That's right. And, and then whoever alone. else listens. Everyone else stop listening. No. No. Oh. All of, everybody else who listens can also listen. But that's okay. who we started it for. Okay. We started it for ourselves. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so there's a guy, a guy comes behind the bar, and a guy and Joe looks at him and is like, "So you're here alone?" 
yeah. <laughs> and the guy just looks at him and he's like, because you don't have to be. He's like, the person you might be looking for could be right in front of you. Yeah. And the guy's like, hey, I'm not gay. And Joe's like, neither am I. I was talking about her. <laughs> and Helen's like, I'm not gay. <laughs> uh, that was a good line from Helen. <laughs> yeah. And then they sort of, Joe makes that connection. Walked away all proud of himself. Yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah, then Brian is like. Oh, I don't know. I, I kind of want to go home. Like, yeah. I feel bad. Like, right. Doesn't, wanna, about doesn't want to cheat on Alex. And he turns around and there's just like this hot ass woman. Right. And he just instantly forgets about Alex. Right. Like, he's just, I think Alex is better looking than that lady though. Yeah. I think so. I mean, they're both real attractive. She's a very attractive lady, yeah. well, but she's also a woman of the night. Well, we don't know As this at the, at the yes. time. Well, yeah. of the night. That yes. makes her sound like a vampire. Well, I, whenever people say that, I'm always like, walker. how'd that co- become like a, like, a, how'd that become? Because it takes a special kind of lady to be a daytime Wait, but walker. if you call somebody a man of the night, it sounds like they're a vampire, yeah, right? Batman's but if you say woman of the night, of the night yeah. then that sounds like a hooker. <laughs> Why walker? is that? Would you rather that? A new escort. <laughs> Who wore? She's an escort. <laughs> What did she know? What did she say? She, was, she, she said, I prefer call girl. Call girl, right. The other girl calls herself a party girl. She did call herself and a party says, girl. And Joe says, I'm a party guy. That was real funny. But he's not, but he's not party boy. No. Well, there is only one There's only one party boy. I love party boy. Do you like party boy? No. No. It's a jackass thing. It's the other thing you do. No, I hate jackass. Can we show you who party boy is after this? No. I'll show you the opening from the newest jackass movie. Whole lot of dick. <laughs> so, uh, no. So, yeah. So, uh, Lowell is seemingly asleep at the piano, right? Yeah. And a lady approaches him, and She's so like, it, I just love piano I love music. Piano Can music. you play? And he plays the opening theme to Entertainment Tonight, which I don't even know is still a show, uh, dude. I have no idea. Uh, and I, it was very familiar to me, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But I remember Entertainment Tonight, and then she's like. Okay, how about something classical? And then he plays the same song, <laughs> uh, which is hilarious. And then you cut to so Joe now has Deidre, uh-huh. Brian has that lady. We never learn her name. We don't learn her name. Suzanne, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. Susan, uh, I don't know. And Lowell is continuing to play the Entertainment Tonight yes. theme over and, and over again. And the woman is like, "Don't you know any other songs?" And he's like, "I didn't know I knew this one." <laughs> and Helen is talking to this and Helen's man on the couch. Was this okay? This guy have an accent. Was yeah, the British. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I I couldn't fully tell. Uh, so well, it was Boston. So you never can be right. too That's sure. I mean. Right. Yeah. You never know who in Boston is just oh, going to be doing oh, a weird, strange transatlantic accent. That's yeah. true. And so Brian at one point almost talks about Alex and says, "I'm involved in." Uh, and then he says, "A casting of a movie." But then he reveals that he's a pilot. She's super impressed. Yeah. Uh, and she she invites Brian up to the room. And this yes, is where it all sort of falls apart. Why don't we, right, right. Why don't we go up to my room? Right. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, if we go, all mm-hmm. I'll be thinking about is my girlfriend. It'll be like yeah. she's right there with yeah. us. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, bring her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian's eyes got real big. They yeah. did. They got real big. She and goes, for $300, well, we could do. <laughs> he says, is there anything I could say that could turn you off? Yeah. And she said, yeah, say you don't have $300. That's it, yeah. And that's when the light bulb goes right. off. And he's like, That she's a whore. Me. Uh, <laughs> uh she, is, she is a a, a party girl, an escort, a lady of the night, a streetwalker, a floozy. Prostitute. Don't prostitute. call her a floozy. I feel like a floozy is 
somebody who is an amateur. Oh. Like, doesn't get paid. <laughs> just, right. They do it for the love of the game. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, exactly. Which is they also do it for the okay. passion for sport. Well, again, we don't kink shame. This is a sex positive podcast. Absolutely. And we believe that sex work is work. So, because okay. we're, yeah. we're, we're woke adult adult children so uh, a floozy is, us, is usually a young woman of loose morals so yeah exactly yeah so it's just like why does it uh have to say that? What? Huh? why does it have to say loose morals <laughs> why can't you say lacking a young woman who has many casual sexual partners who dresses or behaves in a sexually provocative way yeah why does it have to be a woman a man could be a floozy well it says usually a woman of course it does well fucking sexist so, dictionary that sort of so like brian brian sees what's Matt, happening miriam like, and webster but oh speaking of funk and wagnalls we'll get to that in a ooh, second yeah. um but uh we'll, we'll get to the the trivia side we won't flip back and forth like this episode does uh but the sort of the light bulb goes off in brian and he is tickled by the fact that they that now the entire party is just prostitutes all, every woman all there. the girls are Po- they're, ready, they're all ready to freak. Uh, so for three hundred dollars, yes. right? For three hundred dollars. So let's, I mean, before we get it, is like is three hundred? What's the this? So it's nineteen ninety three. I, I don't know the going. I don't know rate. the Are you going asking rate. Us, like what an escort costs now? Because well, I have no uh, idea. But, like a fancy one. But, These are like fancy right. But this, this is what I'm saying. I I don't know. I don't know what an escort costs. I've never I've never attempted uh, in any capacity. But I I just wanted to have this discussion with with the two of you uh, here. Uh, it seems like a pretty good price, right? I mean, there used to be a woman who like you. Don't uh, write. Michelle I does have. Her. Michelle does have a ton of prostitutional uh, life experience. Wait, oh my god! Don't say it like that. <laughs> not, not that you not, again. Not that I'm like you shaming knew. anybody else, but well, you don't so have to say names. I you used just, to. You know, you knew a daytime well, I'm, hooker. I'm sure that. <laughs> I'm sure that Lisa. She's not is listening not to this. Listening That's to, true. I actually am not sure that Lisa is still right. alive. But this is I, a, I didn't to, even think about this when we were watching the episode. This is the perfect opportunity for Michelle to regale us with at least one of your Lisa the Hooker stories. So, real quick, high end hookers. Uh, did you just Google that? I did. Yes. You're, there goes your fucking algorithm. You're gonna just <laughs> put on a list. Whatever. Uh, prices <laughs> start have a VPN before you do that. Two hundred dollars per hour goes high as a thousand dollars per hour. It's on fucking per hour? L- LA Times yeah. That's a lot We're of okay. money. I remember so the, not the cat house game. menu on HBO used to be. You used to see that thing and be like, "Oh, that doesn't yeah. seem so bad." But three hundred dollars seems that like a pretty so seems like a pretty good deal, especially I mean, these are some high end ladies. Right. Now, what they are probably we getting, got their, what are we getting in the package? They're probably well, that's tested. What I want, like, how long is it? Like, it's just like, hey, here's an old fashioned. No, it was nineteen ninety three. Nobody was tested. I'm sorry, but no. Well, like, was it just like, a, like, are we doing hand stuff? Are we doing mouth stuff? We're doing the whole shebang. I would assume three hundred bucks. Stuff. Three hundred bucks is the whole what? shebang. <laughs> oh my god! Because it wasn't well, a sliding scale. It was three hundred bucks. You go back to the room. Well, because as we started, what is this like a la carte? They're going to add on. That's what I mean. Now, as we went with Helen, he offered that. She but didn't. that's what I mean. Like, so what, where are we at here? Okay. Like, like, all right. Because this guy wanted to get tied to the bedpost, yeah. and uh, whipped and with her dress as a little Bo Peep, yeah, right. Which so, comes a little bit yeah. when. Yeah, that's when when he thinks she's a hooker. He asked for the little bo peep with the spanking for five hundred bucks. But like, yes. it seems like three hundred is like. Well, I would I would say baseline is it's intercourse like, three hundred bucks. Like, like, that would be the baseline, right? Coitus, yes. Michelle, 
I, I mean, I don't know. I I have no. I was, uh, but because he said there was like that's the add-on, I would imagine baseline straight well, I think normal she's taken sex, back. and like, then the add-ons are if you what else you might want to do. If anybody has any uh, escort experience, yes. Uh, if anybody's ever purchased us. an escort, so but I, I teased it or an escort. Yes. Podcast I, at gmail.com and let us know. I teased it and I interrupted, and I'm sorry, Michelle. Lisa's story, please. So I used to live in, when I was in college, I lived in not so nice of a neighborhood. And there used to be a, what, what do we call her? A woman of the night. Yes. Who would uh, hang around outside. She had a regular customer who lived next door named Ricky. And I know this because she would bang on his door in the middle of the night and yell, Ricky, open the goddamn door. And, uh. So she used to be, like, wandering around the neighborhood all the time. She would come on our porch and, like, smoke cigarettes with us sometimes. I don't know why. She just invited herself up there. But we would chat with her. You're welcoming. Uh, and she did not charge $300 because she... Well, she's a daytime hooker, though. Yeah. Well, she Ooh. once uh, serviced a man orally, we'll say, for a ride from Bear Creek to Wilkes-Barre. Which That's is twenty minutes. Like, let's just say it's a fifteen twenty minute ride. And you've been uh, driving up here yeah. for free for how long? <laughs> and, and also, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but one day, Lisa. So probably my most infamous Lisa story is that one day we were going to go. So this is when I used to smoke cigarettes, this and I had one. roommates. And I opened the door to go onto the porch to smoke a cigarette, and Lisa comes barreling through the door, almost knocking me down into my apartment. And at this point now, and like I'm, I don't know, 19 at this point. <laughs> I have two other female roommates. But they're both 19. Two of my friends are there. She comes into the apartment and she's like, you got to hide me. A guy just pulled a gun on me. And <laughs> right, and we're all like, well, don't come in here. Like what the... What yeah, the yeah. actual fuck? Why would you want to be here? Yeah, and she's like, I, you know, I was in a guy's car, working, I presume, and he pulled a gun on me, and I got out of the car and I ran and I came here, and we're like, okay, this is a bad fucking idea, and she's like, everybody hide, so we're like closing the curtains and locking the door, and she goes and she proceeds to sit on the couch, and like not off and my roommate who was also named michelle is straight edge so this is why we smoke outside and lisa is smoking a cigarette so she's now in a house she's on the she's like sat on the couch with this cigarette michelle is like under her with an ashtray trying to like <laughs> keep the cigarette like so that it won't yeah. ash on the floor because it's got like a comically long ash <laughs> on it now so she's like trying to like keep this ashtray underneath this cigarette and Lisa just like fully nods off on the couch and we're sitting there and she stopped talking and she kind of like flops over the cigarette is there and we're like Lisa just died on our couch. Yeah, that would have been like, my first Like, this thought. is... Lisa just fucking died on the couch. Yep. So we are all standing there like, okay, there is a dead prostitute on our couch like we just want nothing to do with this yeah. and we lived there's an alley next to us 
with it like between the other building. And I'm like, we got to put her in the alley. <laughs> we got to get this right. dead we, hooker. We got to get this bitch out, out of my apartment. Right. Like, we cannot have a dead hooker in my apartment. Right. We got to get her in this alley. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we are all. We got like, code and, D at uh, Dead Hooker and Ben Affleck's hotel Right. Room. And then. Like, ah, tricks on you. I wasn't with a hooker yesterday. The other Michelle is like, we should call the police. And I'm like, no, we're absolutely not calling the police. A hooker came into our house and died here. We're not calling the police. We're going to quietly put her in the alleyway and then we'll call the police. <laughs> like, if we know she's dead, then we'll call the police. And so we, and this is kind of embarrassing now that I'm like 40, but so we go to pick her up. And she coughs. And we're like, she's fucking alive. And at this point, I don't know if I'm relieved that she's alive or if I'm not relieved that she's alive. But I'm like, okay, she's got to get out of here. So I'm like, Lisa, you got to get out of here. She's like, like, she's kind of like coming to. And I'm like, I looked outside. This guy is gone. I have not looked outside. There's no guy. Like, there's never been a guy. Nope, probably wasn't. There's never been a gun. There's never been a guy. There's clearly just a lot of drugs involved here. <laughs> and so I'm like, you got to get out of here. The guy is gone. And she like sort of comes to and we like usher her outside yeah. and then lock the door. And we're like, okay, not only do we not want anything to do with this guy with this gun, but we also want nothing to do with Lisa, <laughs> uh, who we tried to avoid after that. And so this is why you do not befriend junkie prostitutes as much as I don't want to say that because I feel bad. But, uh, yeah, so that's my story. She was not dead. What's this up to now? I, so I saw her, like, I mean, this was 21 years ago, probably. Like, this is, this is the length ago that this was is an entire person who can drink alcohol now. Um, wow. Yeah. So I saw her a couple years after that, like in another part of town, not looking very good. But my best guess would be that she's no longer with us. She's moved on. Yes. That's part of she's, 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 she's to the, to the South the, Franklin Street in the sky. Yes, exactly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know where she had gotten a ride from? Mm. Two G's. Oh. Yeah. All right, Dale, Danny Nemo's no, back then. It's not there anymore. No, don't have been Danny Nemo's anyway. That's my story. Uh, so, so they're all they're all hookers. They all sort of congregate at the door. Joe, they're thinks do, they're much on a much yes. higher. So level. Joe thinks they're he's doing up. great yes. with Deidre, and Brian comes over and interrupts him again because uh, he interrupted him before, and he was like, "Cheat on Alex? Who gives a shit?" Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "I'm doing the best. I I'm doing so good. She wants me so bad." And he's like, and Brian's like. They're hookers. He goes, oh, no, they're not. And he goes, Joe, just think about it. Have you ever done this good in your life? Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Uh, He's like, and, no, not my Deidre. <laughs> and then they look, at, they look at Helen and they realize that that guy also thinks Helen's a prostitute. That's when you zoom in and the they zoom in on their conversation. That's when the Bo Peep outfit and the spanking comes in. Yep. And he's like, I know the going rate's three hundred dollars. And Helen's appalled. Then and he says, but I'll pay you five hundred. And she's like. Ooh, $500. Yeah, sure, really? $500? Uh, and they sort of drag her away, but she's still like, $500. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they grab a lol, 
from the My piano. My favorite parts, though, is that he said, like, so she didn't know that yeah. he thought she was a prostitute. And he's like, oh. do your parents know what yeah. you do? And she's like, oh, yeah, I actually uh, I inherit- took it. I inherited yeah. the business from my mom. She, she taught, taught me, me everything, everything I know. I know. Right. It was just funny. It was very funny. Uh, and so they grab a wall from the piano and he says, do you guys know what kind of party this is? And they go, yeah. And he goes, how long has Helen been a hooker? <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> uh, and they drag him out of there. So the other side of the episode, before they all meet back up, uh, is Faye, Antonio, and Roy Biggins are trying to call into the trivia line. And Antonio finally gets through, but Faye's not in the room. He tries she's to delay She's gone outside it. for her knitting needles. Right. And they because get through for $12,000. And, and the question is... Who is the father of modern Impressionism? Yeah, who's the father of Impressionism? Of Impressionism. And Roy grabs the phone from Antonio and says, I know this one. And he says, Rich Little. Uh, and the radio person goes, what an idiot. Because uh, the answer is obviously is Claude, Claude Monet. Monet. And Rich Little is a, a very popular Impressionist in the <laughs> 70s and 80s on all of the Dean Martin roasts and whatnot. Very good at what he does, but not a painter. Uh, and then Faye, who has a radio with her, comes walking in and yelling at them for being oh, so boy. stupid. Yeah. And Roy drops one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Monet doesn't have a show in Vegas. I never heard of him. Right. <laughs> be uh, yeah, I've been to Vegas a bunch of times. Yeah. I've never heard of this Monet guy. Because uh, Roy is a complete idiot. Roy rocks. Um, so, oh, well, I guess there's a little bit before this, though, too, because uh, Alex shows up at the airport looking for Brian. And she is in a full leather getup. Yes. Hot. Looking Wearing great. leather the, like, dress. The later on, it's like a vest and pants. I don't know. The later oh, on, like the skirt big shoulders on the vest, but it, she looked really good. Yeah. Uh, and Roy looks at her and Beautiful. she's like, Brian went to Boston. She's like, oh, that sucks. I really wanted to, you know, yeah. I, I get back with him, whatever. And you know, he like looks her over and he's like, well, now that you're all leathered up, he's like, why don't, like, why don't we go back to my place and I'll get the hot tub going? And she's like disgusted by it. Gross. And that's where we learn that 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 Roy, the porno king in Nantucket, is also into uh, seemingly leather play. No. No. No? It's, no, I don't think so. She just looked really she good. Looked like a, she was just a little bit like a dominatrix. He was into that. That's, that he was, was also the man who jerks off in his window. That's true. He, he's gross. And she walks away, and Roy yells at her, "I won't ask twice." Yeah, because he's <laughs> fucking delusional. What, uh, what a human. Uh, and then uh, they Nobody all get back. back. They all get back. The call done. Roy's pissed. I'm done with this call. Whatever. Uh, and uh, they said, "Oh, did you see Davis Lynch on the runway? Mm-hmm. He canceled his meetings and came in." Uh, and so, so Helen's pissed at Joe. Helen's pissed at Joe. Brian gets pissed at Joe. Yeah. Uh, Lowell gets off the phone with Tucker. Tucker bagged a twenty pound rat. Mm-hmm. So now Lowell's mad at Joe. So just like everything on Wings, everybody's fucking mad at everybody Joe for no everyone. reason. Yeah, when, everybody, when really back. everybody's shitty all the time. Yeah, and then um, yeah, Brian meets up with Alex. And, right, like because Alex overheard it was just all hookers. And right, party. and yeah. Brian's like, you know, like I. Just, thought about you all night i missed you i'm sorry i was yeah. wrong and every woman i looked at reminded me of you and she goes oh yeah all the hookers huh uh-huh and then he just goes god damn it and she just walks away right because yeah. they're they're so dysfunctional they are dysfunctional I, I think every relationship on a 90s sitcom was dysfunctional you have to be mm-hmm. but you need to be yeah i don't know that there was a functional relationship on tv until uncle phil and aunt viv now they have their problems no 
Well, they're rich. It's that. really easy to be a functional family when you're super rich. It's true. Uh, <laughs> with, um, what the fuck was uh, the last name from the guy on Family Matters? Carl Winslow. Winslow. Carl Winslow yeah. and Harriet. Yeah. Yeah. They they're a good couple. Yeah, but there were some cut. There were some I mean, TV shows in the 70s and 80s with good couples. threw Judy away. That they did. True. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. But there were 70s yeah. and 80s shows with good couples. Was there? Al and Peg Bundy. I'm sure they would. Yeah, right. No, they're super dysfunctional. Yeah, it's because Al's a fucking idiot. I, the when, it always, when it always came down to it, even when Al had the chance, when that one episode where he could have banged Van, uh, Vanna White for thousands of dollars, he's That's like, true. can't do it. Yeah. The Winslows, that is... Uh, a good yeah. example. Yeah. They were yeah, a good couple. That's true. Uh, what's his face on Step by Step? Patrick Step Duffy, Patrick and, Duffy uh, and Susan Summers. Susan Summers oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah but this is this is that's the a 90s. blended family. I there guess was, the Brady. The Brady bunch. I don't remember. Yeah, 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 they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The boys. Were like the boys were Patrick Duffy's, and the girls were. Or no, one of the girls was Patrick Duffy's. Yeah, and so the, they just stole Brady Bunch. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they're a blended family. It's just a blended family show. Yeah, they were blended. I couldn't name a single thing. Step by Step because they're step parents. That's why it was called Step by Step, dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't know that. They were step parents and step brothers yeah. and sisters. I never they really knew, though. Yeah. They like, weren't gendered the way that, yeah. like, because Al is uh, right. Patrick Duffy's daughter. Yeah, a good uh, step by step, day by day, day by day. Um, the Matthews, Alan Matthews and uh, yeah. Mother Matthews. I can't remember oh, her name. Oh, wow. I don't know what her name was either. I don't yeah. I also want to say it was Where? Helen, but I don't know. Lori. Where is this? From Lisa. Boy Meets World. Oh, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. They were, they were good parents. They were a solid couple. Yeah, they were good. Amy. Amy Matthews. Amy Matthews. Yes, Amy Matthews. And you have to look that up. All right. All right. Good job. You beat me to it. Proud of myself. And Alan, yeah. So, all right. So that's the end of the episode, right? Yeah, a good episode, I think. Yeah, it was a very funny, it was a funny episode. episode. Uh, what well, what are we gonna rate it? Come um, fly with me. Who started? Brett, you said, I'll um, go. "Go ahead." Yeah. Um, by wing standards, yeah, it was real funny. I think I'll it was go, very funny. Episode. I'll go four. Okay, nice. Uh, I, that's the number I'm landed on too. Uh, I think it was funny. I think it, everybody got their little moments. Uh, Michelle's going to say this, but I'm going to steal it. Like, I like these team ups. I think these are the right way for the show to separate. I don't mind when it's mixing, but like Roy, Antonio, and Faye have a good rapport, and then the original three, Lowell can kind of float anywhere with yeah. it. But like, you know, the the original three, the the the, the brothers and Helen make a lot of sense together. Uh, I'm also going with four. I thought this was a very funny episode. Uh, not not really offensive. Uh, just funny and, and entertaining. Michelle. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. Also, I thought about nice. giving it a four point two five. Saving but then the cannon on the map. I, yep, there you go. I channeled my inner Doug here for a minute mm-hmm. and that's thought a, about that's something. A terrifying place to be. <laughs> I thought about something Doug said in another episode that we liked, where like this episode was so good that it almost pisses me off because it shows that they can write. And right. this is something yeah. Doug said right. before. Yeah. They can write. They're just phoning it in every other day. Right. And like, because Joe is still shitty in this right. episode. Everybody was shitty in this episode. Yeah. Like, but it's not but, glaringly so. Right, but it didn't bother Nobody's, nobody's ruined each other, anybody's life in this episode. They were just no. shitty people in, in funny but situations. But like Joe kind of encourages Brian to cheat on Alex. He does he's a little, like, right. Oh, you know, like maybe you could find a woman who doesn't nag you all the time or whatever he says. Like, who, yeah. you know, like fly yeah, off the handle at a Whenever you say thing. an innocent comment. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, it didn't bother us as mm. much. Yeah. Of course, it's shitty. I mean, we all noticed that he was right. shitty, but like. I think because we all knew Brian wasn't going to actually. Right. And yeah. it wasn't like the focal point of the episode wasn't that these are shitty people. Right. 
So it almost pisses me off more when the episodes are good because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. they do have somebody on that staff that can write. Why isn't right. that person right. getting and, well, more And work? the funny thing, too, about this episode is that every <laughs> cast member gets a spot. And yes. it's all good. Yeah, they're yes. all so yeah. weird. Yeah. weird. So weird. I'm going to give it a four. Right. That's why I didn't give it a 4.25. Okay. And credit to Doug for coming up with that point on a different episode. Shut maybe, up. Maybe Shut up rest in peace. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yes, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to to uh, before we rate the sauce to Double Lobster. Who, uh, uh, yes, we found out his name is Joshua. So thank yeah. you for reaching out and yes. thank you for not hating us after we. Uh, thank you for trying cursed, to kill us after yeah. we cursed you a bit on the last episode. But we uh, did your recommendation last week. The sauce was terrible and really hot. I yeah. think Doug did almost die. I think so. Um, yeah, we didn't feel great afterwards. No, there's well, there's we, a definite moratorium on recommendations you can make, but it's not a permanent <laughs> ban. Yeah, and we still love you. We still Just appreciate that you're yeah. listening, so yeah. thank you. We still have a couple seasons to go, so yeah. go for it. Um, it, what was really funny, though, is that normally Doug is the person who, like, before we eat the mm-hmm. sauce, he reads the whole bottle, like, down yeah. to, like, the telephone number and he didn't last week and then right after we were done with the episode he read the bottle and it says like only try one drop at a time yep he had poured so much on his wings yeah Yeah. i I, I was concerned for him we were we were like watching him afterwards to make sure he didn't die he did so much that i I ate three wings but i wiped off as much as i put on after i saw him die i took a little piece of chicken off of one wing a little dip into the sauce and i was like i can't do this yeah that's it normally normally i'll be the the idiot that tries to match Doug because I want to be that kind of guy with my brother and uh, I was like nope and yeah, I, it, was, it was still very hot and I still died but like he we were worried about Doug for real yeah I was worried about everyone yeah. I was worried about myself it was rough well we all paid the price yeah we all later. fucking sat outside for a so, while and yeah just- Quietly, <laughs> in, in silence. Yeah, inside yeah. and outside, yeah. we we rotated. Uh, Fact. All right, White yeah, House so, Station. What yeah. does that say, Brett? White House Station Sauce Company, Applewood Smoked Poblano. Okay, give it a rating. Give me <sighs> your give me your description. Uh, at first, at first taste, I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the more I ate it, the more I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I had a nice sweetness to it. I thought for sure. There's going to be liquid smoke in this, and mm-hmm. there's not, yeah. which I'm shocked by. Right. Uh, it's just applewood smoked peppers, which are jalapeno and poblanos. Um, yeah, though, definitely uh, sweeter than I thought it was going to be. Okay. And uh, I don't know. It was good. It it tasted natural, which I which is always a plus for me. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll go uh, – hmm, I don't want to – I don't want to go too crazy. I'll go three point two five. I thought it was good. I'd like to. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a little more. There's a tiny little kick of it. Like the more yeah. you ate it, the more it's like lingered. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'll go three point two five. That was pretty good. Wow, uh, that that is shocking to me. So I'm glad you said the liquid smoke thing because to me this only tastes like liquid smoke. That and that's why I looked. I go, um, oh, there had to be liquid smoke in this. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. I have. Basically a taste of nothing else. Maybe a little bit like burned baked beans. A little. Uh, and, and it's almost like it ta- It made chicken so, wings almost taste like ribs. I yeah, think. right. So rightfully so. So not my favorite flavor. <laughs> so like I like smoking ribs and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, you're not a but, but I'm not a guy. Chipotle guy. No. Uh, I do like poblano peppers. 
Uh, but I think it, this is Applewood smoked poblano. It's all Applewood. It just tastes like Applewood. Um, which usually when you add a smoked ingredient into something, it overpowers everything. So not for me. If you're into smoked, smoky flavors and you like a strong smoke Applewood sort of flavor, this would be right in your wheelhouse. Uh, but this is my show, uh, and I did not like this <laughs> sauce. Uh, 1.5. Did he just... Yeah, he just... Yeah. He is the... He is the dom. Well, I mean, it's our yeah. show, but I... You know it's what I mean. Alpha. Yeah, 1.5. Not, not... Just not for me. Not my preferred flavor. Yeah. So, sadly, I gotta go low. But if you are into smoke stuff, I'd say probably check this out. Heavy uh, smoke stuff. It just tastes like liquid smoke. Yeah. Michelle? I'm gonna give it 2.25. Okay. Didn't care for it. Same thing. I am not a big, uh... Yeah. Smoky flavor person, right? And, and it, I, it I was a little too smoky. I almost feel bad like skewing it in a way because it, their goal clearly was smoked flavor, and yeah. they nailed oh, that. Absolutely. Nothing gets that smoked naturally, and that's why I'm shocked. Right? There's no I, yeah. smoke in it. I I I think the reason I'm giving it a lower rating is because I only tasted the smokiness, and I wish yeah. that there was a little bit more of. I know that they smoked poblano peppers. Yeah. I don't think I necessarily tasted the poblano no. peppers as I didn't much get any as just the smokiness. Either. There's no real spice right. in it. And it wasn't advertised as super spicy, but I didn't really No, get it's advertised as being mild. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I like I agree with you. I think that they did a good job with what they were trying to do and it's just not for me. Right. I think But that, I wished I, like a little bit right. more I mean, of we've, the other we've rated came some through. Some some like uh, sweet chili sauces on here higher. If that's not your thing, you're going to rate it lower. Obviously, yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that's all. That's all. But yeah, fair. I mean, check it out. It's, like, it's one of them it's conditional a, a ratings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very runny. It is very yeah. Runny. You know, yeah, it was pretty runny. It's not runny. a consistency that no. Doug would have been. I almost want to knock off point two five for that. Meh. Yeah, put Dude, me down okay. to three. Three. We're, right. we're going to a normally three. we do we do judge okay. consistency. That's true. Mm-hmm. It is very runny. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's the episode. That's the rating. That's it. Uh, we will be back next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if you have a sauce recommendation and your name is uh, not Double Lobster, you can send one in. <laughs> if you're like Triple Crab or something out there. Yeah, yeah. right. Let's, yeah, right. But send again, me something. Yeah. We, ha- ha- we if you're at half a crayfish, <laughs> give us a call. Uh, <laughs> Holler at us. Uh, email the show at Wings on Wings. Uh, podcast at gmail with sauce recommendations uh, slide into our DMs whatever you happen to do we appreciate interactions with each and every one of you whether it's kind or cursing you out uh, we're happy to bring all of that to this show uh, Michelle hit the plugs uh, so check us out at underscore wings on wings on Instagram or Twitter um, we're probably a little bit more active on Twitter, but we do try to be good on Instagram. I'm terrible at Instagram. <sighs> I'm terrible at social My media. Own, our, 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 I'm just bad at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, social media. <laughs> no. Uh, you can also uh, email us at wingsonwingspodcast at gmail.com or check us out at wingsonwings.podbean.com. Um, and you can also find us on the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter, uh, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, where you can find this and lots of other good podcasts like We Need Wrestling, which is Brett and DJ's other oh, podcast, uh, Hit My Music, Profane Arguments, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, At Odds with Wrestling. Longbox Heroes. 
I think that's all of them. Long box heroes after dark. No chance in helmet. No chance. Oh yeah, no chance. Did you in say helmet. hit by music? I did say hit oh, by okay. music. All right. Uh yeah. Cool. So I guess that's it, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Doug, do your thing. I'll I'll leave us, <laughs> I'll leave us with, a, with a with a with a shitty joke. Okay. Oh. I like my saviors like I like my chicken wings. Tender and mild. It's on chickenwingjokes.com. Wings! You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.